developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Our top local story, we're working to update the condition of nine uh, firefighters who were taken to area hospitals after a fire and subsequent explosion on board a cargo ship at Blunt Island. This morning, the fire that injured at least nine Jacksonville firefighters is still burning on board a cargo ship at Jacksport. JFRD says all the firefighters are talking. They tell us two have been flown to the burn unit at Shands in Gainesville. Two were transported there on the ground and another four are here in Jacksonville at UF Health where one underwent surgery, one one is in the ICU and two are on the trauma floor. A ninth firefighter was treated for heat exhaustion, but that was before the explosion. The U.S. Coast Guard is leading the investigation into what started the fire, but they tell us it could be days before they get the fire under control. They're bringing in specialized marine units and an oil response team to prevent any pollution. For CBS 47, Fox 30 Action News, Jackson reporter Beth Russo on 104.5 WOKV. And we did want to bring in Fire Chief Keith Powers for an update on the condition of those firefighters. Chief, I know it's been a long night. I don't even know if you've had any shut-eye. So thank you for taking the time out to update us. So what's the status of those firefighters? Good morning. Things are about the same this morning. We may be getting a couple of them out of the hospital sometime today is what I'm being told. Obviously, it's still early this morning and we're... um, you know, kind of awaiting updates. We uh, we assigned liaisons from the department to both of the hospitals where the uh, the firefighters that were injured in the explosion are at. Um, and as as we get updates from the doctors, we'll be passing those along. But we've got the ones that obviously went to Gainesville uh, to the burn unit down there are um, they're going to have a long row ahead of them. They uh, they had some significant burns, especially uh, a couple of them real bad in their hand area, which is extremely difficult to you know to heal from because of the the movement and the dexterity required in the hand. Chief, were they inside the cargo ship when they sustained the injuries? Can you kind of describe the conditions as they sustained these injuries? Yes, they were. Um, yeah, we had an interior crew inside, and then we had a, 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 a crew kind of ready to go up and, and rescue should something happen. You know, shipboard firefighting, as I said last night a couple times, is probably the most dangerous firefighting we do. It's just a, it's, it's a different animal, and... Um, uh, you know, it's just something that we have to really respect when we're doing it. And so we had a lot of the safety precautions in place, but uh, there was uh, an explosion of some sort that was unexpected. And um, the way it was described to me by those that were on, uh, they were on a ladder kind of coming down from the fire to the fire area that um, they just uh, got engulfed, completely engulfed in flames. And uh, it blew some of them down uh, two or three stories uh, or two or three levels, excuse me, in the, in the ship. And um, I think that's where uh, the one that went in surgery last night that uh, sustained the compound fracture to his arm. I think that's what happened with him. But uh, they, uh, the burn injuries uh, are probably going to be the longest, um, you know, uh, t- take the longest to heal. But they, uh, they actually all came out. I was there um, when they were bringing them off the ship, and they actually, believe it or not, all walked off of the ship or were helped off of the ship, but they were still on their feet. Um, as as they came out of there, but it was a very scary time for all of us. You know, obviously, um, uh, being a brother firefighter, it's uh, it's tough to see that. But uh, as, you know, as, as being the chief of the department, my goal is to make sure these men and women that do this this tough job every day go home safe, and that's a uh, 
that's heartbreaking for me when uh, we get people injured like that. I'll bet. Uh, Chief uh, Keith Powers, as we're talking about the condition of the firefighters, and you mentioned cargo ship firefighting is among the most complex. What makes it so difficult? It's just there's no way. You can, I mean, in a house fire or a building fire, you know, if something goes wrong, a lot of times we have the ability to get out a window, a secondary means of egress. But in those ships, it's, conf- it's, it's a confined space. And um, there's there's nowhere to get out should something go wrong like like what happened last night. Um, obviously, if you're uh, we were very fortunate last night, we were actually working from the bottom and working up into the fire. That's a lot better because you know heat rises. But um, but a lot of times on these ship fires, we have to go from the top and go down, and you're basically going down your fireplace chimney when you're doing that. All that heat is coming up, and you're going through it going down. So it's just a uh, you know, it's a bad situation. You know, obviously, uh, we uh, there's a lot of um, unprotected areas in those ships where you could fall fall distance, and uh, so that's uh, that's actually how we lost one of our our members years ago in a line of duty uh, stitchway in a line of duty death was uh, in a ship fire, and he fell to his death. So it's a uh, we're extremely uh, careful when we get on these ships. So on this carrier ship, I understand are more than 2,000 wrecked and salvaged vehicles. Based on the, that condition, would you anticipate, or is it anticipated by the crews that are still out this morning, that there may be other explosions? Yeah, you know, the both, there was there was the explosion that hurt the that hurt our firefighters. Uh, we obviously pulled everybody back, um, got them out of there, and pulled everybody back. And then there was a second explosion later on that was bigger than the first. So we don't, you know, we don't know. Uh, obviously, we can't see in there. Um, we don't know what's causing them, and that's why we've kind of backed our people back and are keeping the sides of the ship cool this morning and last night just to uh, maintain the integrity of that hole. So we don't, you know, compromise the hole. But um, you know, we don't know what's causing them. So until we know what's causing them, we don't know, you know, uh, how to predict them. So then, by keeping the exterior of the ship cool, does that eventually allow the fire inside to slowly burn? I heard you last night saying this could be days ultimately before the fire is fully out. Yeah, talking to Captain Blonde from the U.S. Coast Guard uh, last night, he was, uh, you know, they're the experts in this, and he was telling me that we could be, you know, looking at uh, two to five days, um, you know, dealing with this if there's nothing, nothing else major happens, but. Those uh, those cars are put in those ships pretty tight. As you know, they they put these salvage cars and these older cars and ship them overseas, and uh, they're packed in there pretty tight. And there's not a lot of room to move. That's and that's one of the other things that makes that that style of firefighting very dangerous. Is just there's not room to move around in there. Um, if they're in there so tight. So then through the weekend, do you continue to have crews call in overtime and kind of swarm it to continue to keep it cool? We actually um, we had a little bit of overtime. We had to bring in last night, obviously because we had. Uh, we had our hands full and um, and had some injuries that we had to backfill their positions. But uh, we'll mainly handle this with on-duty crews. We'll just rotate them in and out, you know, trying to keep those crews fresh and not and not uh, let them get, you know, just, we've gotten to the warm time of the year now and a lot of humidity. So our work time is uh, is a lot more limited than it would be in the wintertime. So we'll just keep rotating those crews out with on-duty crews and try You know, obviously we try to manage our budget as, uh, and limit our overtime as best we can. Yeah. Do you have uh, resources coming in from other communities to assist, or are they kind of on a standby mode for the weekend? They're they're uh, they're our, our regional and, and local partners, um, and we work well with all of our surrounding counties. I mean, uh, we have mutual aid agreements with them uh, where we'll help them, or they help us in a time of need. And I can't tell you how many. I mean, my phone was blowing up last night with with offers, you know, to send firefighters from other municipalities in here to help us. Obviously, we uh, we're very fortunate. The mayor um, 
the mayor and the city council have um, really got our department in a good way where we're, you know, we're staffed like we need to be and we can handle these major incidents and another one going at the same time. We had another little fire going at the same time last night. And so we're in a real good place. Um, but they, they were making those offers. And of course, that makes your heart feel good when you're, you know, your brothers and sisters from surrounding departments are trying to come in and help you as well. Indeed, that uh, speedy recovery is what we all hope for the firefighters, nine who were uh, being treated. The the ninth, I understand, was a heat exhaustion sort of issue. Was uh, that firefighter discharged, do you know? Yes, I think so. And he, um, that, actually, that actually happened um, before the explosion. You know, he just, uh, it's, it, the one thing that, that, I kept kept being told uh, before the explosion last night was that it is extremely hot in there. They kept saying that, and we could feel the uh, even standing outside the ship, you could feel the radiant heat coming through the whole of the ship. It was so warm in there. Um, obviously, if you look at pic- any pictures that you can see from out there, the uh, the paint on the side of the hull was uh, was burning on the outside. That tells you how warm it was. So um, it was surprising that that was the only one that we had that uh, got overcome by heat it's because just because of the atmosphere they're working in there. Indeed. Uh, Chief uh, Keith Powers, appreciate you uh, carving out the time and our uh, thoughts are with the uh, Jacksonville Fire Rescue Department, the uh, firefighters uh, who have various uh, uh, roads ahead to recovery from burns and uh, and the like. And we'll continue to follow the story as we move through the next several days. We'll let you get now, but stay on top of the investigation. Chief, thanks. It's 8.0. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.